Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of XS Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. This is episode 42 for the week of February 3rd, 2019. Here we are in the first week of February. I hope everyone was able to survive last week with the uh, the polar vortex that hit uh, pretty much the entire, I guess you could say, northern United States, all the way in the Midwest to the Northeast where I'm from. Uh, I mean, it, it got to about zero degrees for me, but I know some other people in the Midwest, it was like negative 25 with like wind chills negative 50. So yeah, I hope everyone was able to stay warm and safe during that time because yeah, that's uh, that's definitely not fun. But, but yeah, so here we are on Sunday. It's actually Super Bowl Sunday today. Um, so hopefully everyone's going to have a fun time uh, enjoying the game. Personally, me, I really don't care much about football. Uh, I usually just watch the game for the commercials, but I'm probably just going to skip the game and I think I'm just going to eat chicken wings and uh, just watch a movie. So I'll still eat the, the food that, that comes with Super Bowl, but I think I'm just going to stick with a movie. But uh, but anyways, you're not here to, to listen to what I have to say about the Super Bowl. But uh, So this week on the new show, we actually have a lot planned for you guys. Um, there was a lot of like cool news that came out this past week, a lot to go through. Um, I kind of want to talk about Lunar New Year that's going over at Disneyland. Uh, there is also a new like princess breakfast dining option over at Disneyland, and there's actually a, like a lot of news coming from Disneyland Paris. So we're going to be talking a bit about that as well. Um, and then there's yeah, there's much more coming to the show. Uh, yeah. So lastly, uh, just uh, make sure you stay tuned to the end of the show where. Uh, I will be giving away a uh, Mickey the True Original Exhibition prize pack. So uh, as I mentioned last week, uh, I went to the uh, that uh, exhibit in New York City, and I wanted to give you guys a little something. So make sure you stay to the end of the episode where you could find out how to win that prize pack. But uh, yeah, that's it. So why don't we just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast. So 
So I'm not really sure how or why, but I haven't talked about the Lunar New Year event that's happening over at the California Adventure Park at the Disneyland Resort. But from January 25th through February 17th, 2019, so it's happening right now, but over at the California Adventure Park, uh, there is the, the Lunar New Year, which is a joyous tribute to various Asian cultures. And some of the highlights of the event will include Mulan's Lunar New Year procession. Uh, there will be a lot of unique holiday event uh, entertainment, I mean. Uh, there's special appearances by some of uh, your favorite Disney characters that will be dressed in colorful, colorful event costumes. There will be plenty of delicious uh, Asian food, uh, commemorative merchandise, as well as kid-friendly crafts and activities. Uh, there's going to be lots of decor and much more. So the, the Mulan's Lunar New Year procession is actually a parade where the music from Milan will play while dozens of costume character performers uh, dance in the street. There will also be a Chinese dragon puppet, uh, brave warriors, bold drummers, and elegant dancers. Uh, the parade is hosted by Mulan and her loyal sidekick, Mushu. And as a tribute to the Year of the Pig, the three little pigs will make a special appearance in full holiday garb. So yeah, be sure to check out that parade. And then over at the Paradise Garden Bandstand, there will be daily performances by Chinese, Korean, and Vietnamese folk dancer dancers with the music by Melody of China, and then Melody of China are professional musicians that hail from some of, some of China's most prestigious conservatories. Their renowned fusion of Chinese folk, classical, and contemporary instrumentals provide quality entertainment by bridging the gap between ancient, ancient customs and American youth. And then also over at the Paradise Gardens, you'll be able to meet a lot of different characters that will be festively dressed to bring in the Year of the Pig. You'll be able to visit Mickey, Minnie, Milan, Mushu, and Pluto as well. Uh, and then there's also a lot of new food and drinks to try as well. Uh, there will also be a lot of new special merchandise for the event. Um, so I won't really go into the full menu, but some of these food items just look absolutely amazing. Um, <clears throat> these new food and beverage items are uh, Chinese, Korean, and Vietnamese inspired, and you, you can actually enjoy them by getting the Sip and Savor Pass. Uh, so the pass consists of a uh, it will consist of a commemorative uh, credential and six coupons that are redeemable for food and beverage options, um, but they will exclude alcohol, so you can't use it for that. Uh, but yeah, so these you'll be able to redeem these at the the, the following um, Lunar New Year Marketplace locations: Longevity Noodle Co, Lucky Eight Lantern, Prosperity Bow and Buns, uh, Red Dragon Spice Traders. Paradise Garden Grill, and then Festival Food and Beverage Cart. So the so each Sip and Saver Pass is $39, including tax. Uh, and probably to make sure to get your money's worth, I would probably buy the most expensive items on the menu, as long as it's something you're interested in. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you're an annual pass holder, which most of the guests that go to Disneyland Resort are, you can actually get it at a reduced price. Um, and you also receive a special pass holder lanyard as well as buttons. Um, so yeah, the Sip and Saver Pass is available for sale at LES, 
uh, Elias & Co., as well as Kingswell Camera Shop, uh, Festival Gifts uh, in Paradise Gardens Park, and the Sip and Savor Cart in each of the Lunar New Year marketplaces. So, so yeah, the Lunar New Year Marketplace Festival will be up at the California Venture Park uh, until February 17th, uh, 2019. So, uh, so yeah, if you're in the Disneyland area, make sure you check that out. I know I think I, I have a few friends that will be there during this time. So, uh, so yeah, if you're listening, make sure, yeah, make sure you go check this out over the California Adventure Park. And staying over at the Disneyland Resort, it was announced that there was a brand new character dining experience over at Napa Rose in Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa called the Disney Princess Breakfast Adventures. You'll be able to meet some of your favorite princesses while enjoying an excellent three-course breakfast at the award-winning Napa Rose Restaurant. Uh, the morning also includes enchanting activities, an intimate story time, and a private portrait location and premium keepsakes. The restaurant turns into the, the new storytelling environment and guests will be served sparkling beverages, including champagne for adults. So during the breakfast event, guests will have a chance to meet with Disney princesses such as Belle, Tiana, uh, Ariel, Jasmine, and many others. So quoting from the Disney blog article, Princesses will share moments they felt empowered to be their true selves. Mulan may encourage children to strike a pose to discover their own inner warrior, while Rapunzel may share how she felt when she found the courage to explore the world outside of her tower, showing little ones how to spin joyfully and shout the best day ever. Disney Princess Breakfast Adventures will encourage youngster, uh, young, <laughs> youngsters to discover their own strengths and talents and start each morning with a can-do attitude to never stop believing that anything is possible, end quote. Uh, so yeah, reservations are now available for this breakfast dining experience, uh, and it will be coming this spring. So this definitely sounds like a great experience for the young kids. And Napa Rose is supposed to be a fantastic restaurant, so I'm so sure the breakfast will be amazing as well. So we got some pretty cool news about the Disney Skyliner, which is the new gondola system that is being, being put up at the Walt Disney World Resort. It is scheduled to open this fall and it will connect Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Art of Animation, Pop Century, Caribbean Beach Resort, and the upcoming Riviera Resort, which is the new DVC Resort. Uh, so a lot of gondolas are actually now going up and initial testing is underway. Uh, so what's pretty cool is they will have different graphics based on different Disney films, attractions, and Disney characters. So for example, you may jump into a gondola where from the ground it will look like Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Pluto, or Chippendale are riding along with you. Uh, there will be several Disney animated films that will be represented, including Beauty, of the Beauty and the Beast, Frozen, Lilo and Stitch, Moana, Peter Pan, The Princess and the Frog, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and Zootopia. Um, 
some of the other theme gondolas that will be part of the system will include uh, Coco, uh, Goofy, Pete, uh, Horse, Horse Collar, and Clarabelle Cow. There's the Finding Dory, the Haunted Mansion, Monsters, Inc., Pirates of the Caribbean, and Ratatouille. So yeah, so all of these uh, characters will be on different uh, gondola carts. Uh, I don't know how you want to... I guess they're just gondolas. I don't know if they have like a specific name for them, but yeah, I guess they're just gondolas. But yeah, so the gondolas will begin transporting guests later this year. So uh, I think that'll be fun for guests to like maybe pick like... Think about like, oh, who are we going to get this time when we ride the gondola? Which characters are we going to get? So that might be a fun game to play. Like who's... Um, which character am I going to get? Melissa and I, or my, my wife and I, whenever we ride Mickey's Toy Story Mania, I always we always make a guessing game which cart we're going to use because each of the, the tracks or each of the carts on the track, they, they're like inspired by different characters. So you'll see like Ham on there or Bo Peep or Woody. So we always guess who, like which cart we're going to possibly get. So I feel like I would play this same game if with this gondola system with all these new characters, but... Anyway, so yeah, that's uh, that's some quick, brief news about the gondola system, so I'm really excited to see that uh, come to the Walt Disney Resort later this year. So if you didn't know, over at the Disney theme parks, you are able to book special tours that will give you behind the scenes access to the parks. Like in the Magic Kingdom, there's the Keys of the Kingdom tour where a tour guide will guide you around the park for like about five hours. And they'll bring you through the uh, Utilidors, uh, which are which is underground beneath the park. Uh, and they'll even bring you on like a few rides and I think you get like a lunch. Uh, and over in Epcot, there is the Dolphins in Depth Tour, depth tour uh, where you get a chance to meet with dolphins. In, in, uh, it's about like a three-hour tour. Over in Animal Kingdom, there is the Caring for Giants tour where you can meet with animal specialists who provide care and wellness uh, for the elephant, uh, African elephant herd at the park. Uh, so these are really only a few of the specialty tours. Uh, but maybe in another episode, I'll go a bit more in depth on all the other tours because there are definitely a lot of them and some you probably just don't even know about. But uh, anyways, what I'm, what I'm getting at is that there is a brand new tour that will uh, make you go broke. <laughs> so uh, so the, the new tour is called the World of Dreams Tour. And one of its main highlights is that you'll be able to get access to the Cinderella Castle Suite, which uh, I know not many people get to see. Uh, so before I tell you what's included in the tour, let me let me tell you the price. So the World of Dreams tour allows a maximum of six guests, and it can last up to 12 hours depending on what your group wants to do. And it's only for a small price of $12,000. Uh, yes, you heard me, $12,000. And if you do any additional days of the tour, you can get it for a reduced price of $10,000. Um, so this tour is, uh, is for someone who wants pretty much the ultimate Walt Disney World experience where uh, you can pretty much essentially do whatever you want. I mean, during this tour, you'll have uh, a cast member with you to lead you along the way. Um, so here are some of the things that you'll be able to do during the World of Dreams tour. 
So you'll get access and a tour of the uh, Cinderella Castle Suite. And if you don't know what the suite is, it's pretty much a Cinderella-themed room in the Cinderella Castle in Magic Kingdom, which actually can sleep up to six guests. Uh, it originally opened up during the Year of a Million Dreams promotion, where guests would win a one-night stay in the suite. Uh, that was back in about 2007. Uh, I'm really not quite sure what happens with the suite now, uh, but with this tour, you'll be able to gain access to it and kind of check it out. Um, so also included in the tour, you'll be able to pass uh, bypass all the lines for all the attractions, so you, you'll just go straight to the front of the line. Um, you'll also get transportation and access to backstage, so I assume you'll be able to park hop as like much as you want, and they'll provide first-class transportation to and from to make it easier, and you'll get access to the backstage, so you get, uh, you'll get to go into parks within a breeze. That's probably similar to that service uh, that they used to have, I think it was last year or two years ago, where you can book a special transportation that, that takes you in and out of the parks backstage. So, so yeah, you'll be able to do that. Um, you'll, you can try out any of the animal tours and programs. Uh, it's like one of those specialty tours I had mentioned a bit earlier. Um, and then you'll you'll pretty much be able to to do any or all experiences that are available in the Walt Disney World theme parks, uh, and then in, in during the tour, three meals are included during the course of the tour. Uh, you'll pretty much get full access to all Walt Disney World restaurants with no advanced dining reservations required. So if you want to do uh, California Grill or La Cilier or whatever like popular high-end restaurants you want to do, you can do that. Uh, and then you get reserved seating and viewings at shows and uh, the nighttime spectaculars. So, um, so apparently those that's just like a small list of the things that guests can do. So I mean, pretty much, yeah, guests can just do whatever they want as long as it's in within reason. Um, I mean, this tour is not yet uh, is not listed on the official website yet. But if you want more information and you really want to book this tour. Uh, you can call 407-560-4033. Uh, so yeah, you can get more information there if you just want to learn about it. Uh, but yeah, so this is kind of insane, and this is definitely for those um, the, the people that really do want that ultimate Walt Disney experience. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, if, if, if anyone does this, or yeah, if anyone does this, let me know, because I would really like to hear about your experience on it because uh, this is kind of insane but yeah so i don't know it's really cool i kind of wish i had the money for to do that or at least the to, to kind of blow on this but but yeah i think i'll have to stick with uh, one of the uh, more less expensive tours uh this uh yeah this definitely won't be the first one that i try out This past week, there was actually a lot of news that was coming out of the Disneyland Resort, so I'll kind of give a rundown of what was announced. I'm not sure if anyone is visiting the park uh, sometime this year, but there are some new events and changings coming to the resort. Uh, I actually do have some friends that are heading there later this year, and uh, I'm actually pretty jealous. So, uh, Anyways, for the first time ever in celebration of LGBT Pride Month, the Walt Disney Company will be hosting an official Pride Parade over at the, the Disneyland Paris Park in France. Uh, over the years, there have been a lot of unofficial 
uh, events hosted by park guests at the Disney resorts. Both Walt Disney World and Disneyland have hosted unofficial events, including Gay Days, which uh, celebrates same-sex couples. And I, I remember actually being at one of these events um, when I went to Disneyland back in 2014. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, this is actually the first time that in any park uh, they are officially hosting an event. So on June 1st, 2019, uh, from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m., Disneyland Park will invite guests to celebrate. There will be a brand new parade illuminating the streets of the Walt Disney Studios Park with a vibrant uh, pride atmosphere. Uh, there will be Disney characters out and about. Uh, there will be uh, a chance to ride a lot of the thrilling attractions that they have late into the night. So again, they're open until 2 a.m. There will be a, a, a dance party featuring artists. Uh, so lots of there will be a DJ there, and there will be a lot of more surprises. So uh, booking is actually now available for the specially ticketed event uh, and, su- and two separate offerings. There is the a Magical Pride ticket, which is uh, $107, and then a Magical Pride Plus ticket, which is $131. Uh, the Magical Pride Plus ticket allows guests earlier entry into the park starting at 4 p.m. Uh, so yeah, this should be a really fun event, and I honestly hope that this comes to the Walt Disney World or Disneyland Resort sometime in the future, where they can't, Disney kind of hosts an official event. Um, so yeah, next up, uh, from June 30th to September 22nd, the Lion King and Jungle Festival will invite guests to experience the rhythm of the African savanna and the Indian jungle with exclusive entertainment and interactive experiences with this all-new limited-time season. Uh, during the festival, there are a few different events to partake in. Uh, there is the Lion King Rhythm of the Pride Lands show where singers, dancers, acrobats, and more will bring to life spectacular scenes from The Lion King. You'll be able to hear renditions of your favorite songs from the film, which will also feature original original choreography and costume design. Then there is the Jungle Book Jive with Baloo, King Louie, Mickey Mouse, and their friends, and that will invite guests on a trip through the Indian jungle full of discoveries. Uh, you'll also get to enjoy your favorite songs from The Jungle Book. And then there's the the Jembe Joy Village, which will offer immersive, interactive, uh, immersive and interactive experiences during the festival, from both the Lion King and the Jungle Book. Uh, there will also be appearances by King Louie, Rafiki, Timon, Pumbaa, and more. So, again, this event will begin on June 30th later this year. And then next up, we have some news on the Electroland Music Festival, which is now in its third year since its inception over at the Disneyland Paris Resort. Uh, This year, it will be taking place July 5th through the 7th at the Walt Disney Studios Park. Uh, Each year, it it, it gets a theme, and this year will be jungle-themed, which fits right into the Lion King and the Jungle Festival. Um... The festival is an electronic dance music festival that has a lineup from world-renowned DJs and uh, producers. The lineup isn't announced just yet, um, but yeah, the 2019 edition of the festival is said to include more music, attractions, uh, projections, and fireworks. So this actually sounds really awesome, and uh, I would honestly love to go to this. Uh, I might have to might have to look into visiting Paris for a short trip later this year. 
And then the very last bit of news is for the Disneyland Paris Resort over in the Walt Disney, uh, Walt Disney Studios Park. Uh, the Rock and Roller Coaster, starring Aerosmith, will close September 2nd, 2019, which will make its way for the new Iron Man-themed overlay um, of the attraction. So, kind of similar to what had happened with the uh, Tower of Terror over in Disneyland, where Guardians of the Galaxy just it got a new overlay. That's happening with the Roller Coaster um, over at the Walt Disney Studios Park. Uh, so yeah, the attraction will be reimagined as uh, guests will team up with Iron Man and the Avengers. Uh, so yeah, so that's all the news we have from Disneyland Paris. So if yeah, if you're going there later this year, you have some cool things to look forward to this summer. So we're going to head back on over to Disneyland, but over in the California Adventure Park. Uh, Vampirina has now joined the Disney Junior Dance Party. Uh, the live show features music and dancers from the G Disney Junior TV shows. The show has higher energy songs, dazzling special effects, and beloved characters. Uh, the Disney Junior Dance Party is hosted by Finn Fiesta and DJ DJ, who encourage guests to sing and dance to their favorite Disney Junior songs. Uh, this is an interactive atmosphere, which is perfect for kids to sing, dance, and play along with their favorite Disney Junior characters, such as Doc McStuffins, Timon from The Lion Guard, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse from Mickey and the Roadster Racers, as well as now Vampirina from the Disney hit show, uh, Disney Junior series, um, uh, Vampirina. So if you have a, a couple of youngsters at home that are fans of Disney Junior, you might want to check out this new show. So now with a, a bit of strange news over at the Disneyland Resort, um, the OC Register, which is the local paper over in Southern California, reported that a guest climbed off the ride vehicle uh, while it was in motion over at Space Mountain. Uh, he climbed off of it while it was making its initial uh, slow ascent. Uh, so Disney officials state that the ride vehicle's restraint wasn't tacked, but the guests had used force to maneuver his way out of the vehicle. Uh, operators uh, of the ride re realized that he climbed out but was and were able to stop the attraction. Uh, they did find him and brought him to safety. He was uninjured but was taken to a local hospital for precautionary examination. Um, an investigation of the ride's safety happened over at the Disneyland. Uh, after Disneyland had contacted the California Division of Occupational Safety and Health, uh, which is a state agency that inspects rides and the theme parks. So the ride was closed for a few days, but it is now reopened, uh, and I'm sure they're going to be investigating a bit further. So, uh, so yeah, guys, make sure you stay in your ride vehicle. It is not only a dumb thing to do, but it's also very dangerous. So luckily, this guy was not injured during the incident. Thank you. 
So the last bit of news we have for today, uh, Disney is starting to crack down on people who abuse the Fast Plus, uh, Fast Pass Plus system at Walt Disney World. Uh, they will begin to cancel Fast Pass Plus reservations of guests who cancel their resort hotel reservations linking to their Fast Pass Plus. So what Disney is seeing is that people are making a re hotel reservation and then canceling it uh, because they didn't really plan on staying there in the first place. They were simply making the reservation so they can take advantage of the 60-day Fast Pass Plus booking window. So even though they canceled their reservation, they were still able to keep those um, those Fast Pass Plus reservations. So if you weren't aware, guests with a hotel reservation are able to make Fast Pass Plus reservations 60 days before their trip. If you don't have a hotel reservation, uh, reservation guests can do it within 30 days. Uh, so Disney is officially canceling Fast Pass Plus reservations linked to a canceled hotel reservation. Um, so. I tried to say that as clear as possible, so hopefully uh, all of that makes sense. But uh, but this is definitely a great thing to see and will definitely benefit all the guests who do follow the rules. Um, especially with Galaxy's Edge coming later this year, they, they need to put a stop to people just taking advantage of, of this. So, uh, But yeah, so this change is will be going into effect on Monday, February 4th. So, uh, but yeah, just be aware of that, that if you cancel your hotel reservation, you will also lose any Fast Plus, Fast Pass Plus reservations that you had made as well. Alright, so this week we have something new for you guys on past shows I've talked about uh, that you can send in your voice messages and that I would play them on the show. So this past week, a good friend of the show, Carter, he sent in a great question. Uh, so actually, let me go ahead and play that clip for you right now. Hey Matt, it's Carter. I love the podcast. Every time we'd go to Disney World, my siblings and I would discuss the five like senses and our favorite x in disney world sight or smell uh so i wanted to put that as a challenge to you and to the other listeners what your favorite of each of the five senses is in disney real quick my favorite touch is catching the imagination plaza fountains the jumping ones my favorite sight is the here lies dear old fred a great big rock fell on his head gravestone outside of the haunted mansion my favorite smell is that dewy sort of smell you get outside of a Port Orleans Riverside room. Uh, my favorite sound is the Interventions Pavilion music in Epcot, uh, the part that comes after the Papillon part. Uh, and there's so many good tastes, but my favorite taste is in Germany's Beer Garden in Epcot, uh, the salmon with mustard dill sauce. Thanks. I love this question because because I feel like people think of Disney and a lot of the time it just deals with the senses because uh, you always reminisce about what you ate, what you saw, I mean, etc. Uh, but before I answer myself, I just kind of want to go through Carter's choices. Um, so again, his five senses, he said his his first was touch. He, he loves, I guess, catching the water over at the Imagination Plaza Fountain. 
Um, so it's just like those those jumping, they kind of jump from one fountain to the other, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, his favorite site is the Here Lies Fred uh, Fred Gravestone and the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I, I feel like the I just love the decor leading up to the Haunted Mansion. Uh, all those gravestones are always fun to to look at, and I, I believe Mr. Toad makes an appearance in uh, one of the gravestones as well. Um, and then one of his favorite smells is the dewy smell outside of Port Orleans. Um, I can totally agree there. Uh, I mean, I know, I, I think I know the exact smell that you have. You just kind of walk out of your resort, uh, in the mornings on like a little, little bit of like a humid day. And there's always like that really great smell. Um, it's, but like you said, it is that dewy smell. And I, I, I do vividly remember walking out of my Wilderness Lodge resort and being able to, being able to just smell that. And But yeah, I love it. It's a really good one for the smells. Um, and then for the sound, uh, you have the uh, interventions music uh, after the, the Papillon part. Uh, well, here, I'll, I'll play that clip for you right now so you guys can get a sense of what he's talking about, about uh, what his favorite sound is. So then the last one he had was Taste, and that is over at the Germany Beer Garden, uh, and he likes the salmon with mustard dill sauce. So I personally haven't tried um, uh, that. I, I'd actually, I've never been to the beer garden before. It's always one of those ones that I, I kind of overlook, uh, but I, I feel like I go to a beer gardens a lot because there's always a, a bunch of them where I live in New Jersey, so I feel like I just I don't have a desire to go to a beer garden in Disney. Uh, so yeah, I always kind of skip it, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to try out the mustard with or the salmon with mustard dill sauce sometime in the future. So, but yeah, he asked what mine were, uh, so I'll kind of go through mine in the same order. So touch, um, I'm gonna kind of go with uh, while while I walk through the it's tough to be a bug queue, and I just love touching all of the the carvings in the tree because they have all of the animals that are carved in the tree, and you. You're able to just get up close and touch all those and I always I just you walk through that it's a really long queue it's so long and as you walk through it I always just like swiping my hand along the walls as I'm as I'm walking through so I would have to go with uh, with that as one of my touches um, so the site for mine uh, I know I mentioned it on the past in the show but the the Wilderness Lodge is my favorite resort on Disney property it's I just the Pacific Northwest, I I haven't been to before, but I really want to. I mean, I I've, I've been to the the Mere Wood to the Mere Woods in um 
uh, near outside of San Francisco. Uh, but I haven't really been to the Pacific Northwest and but I've been camping my entire life and I just because of that I just love the feel of the the wilderness lodge um, so like my favorite site is when it's the, when you're rolling up to the wilderness lodge for the first time in your vacation and just seeing the site of of the lodge because it's just so beautiful and massive um, I mean I just I just love it I love the look of it I love everything about it so that that's my favorite site uh, of Walt Disney World. Um, so my favorite smell, this is, this is kind of like an obvious one, which, uh, a lot of people like, uh, but mine is actually the smell of the water in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I know a lot of people will probably say the same thing. I even, I used to have a candle. It's, it's gone now, but I used to have a candle of, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean smell. Um, but yeah, if you don't know what makes that smell for the Pirates of the Caribbean or for like Splash Mountain, um, there's a chemical in the water called bromine. Uh, Disney uses that instead of the chlorine. Um, chlorine is cheaper, um, and so that the water, the water, yeah, the, the bromine gives that smell to the water. Um, but the the reason that people like pools and the water parks don't use chlorine is because that with more exposure to bromine it can actually cause like a bit of irritation to the skin but like if you're just getting splashed with it on like space or splash mountain or on pirates of the caribbean it's not going to really affect you at all because it's only like a small amount of exposure to it it's not a big deal uh, even if you get drenched on splash mountain and what it'll be fine um but you can't like really go swimming in the water because then it'll, it will cause uh, more irritation but yeah bromine is why the water smells the way it does in the water attractions over at disneyland or the walt disney world resort um so my favorite music is when you first enter space mountain at walt disney world and you just start to hear that tunnel music uh, I just, to me, that's like my favorite sound. I just love first walking into it and just hearing it. Uh, I'll play a bit of that music so you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. yeah i just uh i just i just love that music uh, it's the best it's my favorite just walking into space mountain love it uh so lastly um so so carter his taste was uh in germany so my taste is actually in germany as well you guys have heard me mention this a, a zillion times now uh so my favorite taste is the caramel apple oatmeal cookie at caramel coucher over in the germany pavilion so that's like the whole werther's uh werther's store where you can get the caramels and stuff like that uh but that is my favorite snack on disney property and one of my favorite foods on disney property um if you're next time you're in epcot please go to germany and get this cookie over at caramel coucher um it's uh it's the best absolutely love it that is my favorite taste so but yeah, so Carter put out the challenge 
um, to all of you listeners as well. So if you guys want to write into me, um, if you guys want to write into me or record your own message and share uh, what what you think your favorite tastes are, please let me know. Um, so so used to, I used to have like a different way of how you could record your voice, but I'm I'm gonna have a new way to do it now. So the easiest way for you, if you guys want to record a message uh, and send one, send a question in like Carter did. Or if you want to do the if you want to do the five senses of uh, Disney World, you want to send that in. Uh, you can actually record a message uh, using the Voice Memo app on your Apple phone, or if you have an Android phone, phone you have the Voice Recorder app. Uh, you can actually just record it there and then actually email it to me at accesspresspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Uh, that is the easiest way to record. Um, and if you do record one, just try to keep your message to about like under a minute, uh, so uh, we can just kind of keep it, uh, yeah, nice and short. So, but yeah, Carter, thank you so much for sending in that question, and I hope to hear more voice voice messages, uh, voice voice messages from you guys in the future. All right. So lastly on the show, I want to talk about my time uh, visiting the Mickey, the true original exhibition, which was located in New York City. Uh, Yeah. So I want to try to talk a little bit about that and my experiences there. So, yeah, the Mickey, the true original exhibition, uh, it actually debuted back in November for Mickey's 90th birthday. Uh, The exhibition celebrates 90 years of Mickey Mouse's influence on art and pop culture. Uh, This immersive experience is inspired by Mickey's status as the true original and its consistent impact on the arts and creativity in all of its form. It is a 6,000 square foot exhibition uh, featuring both historic and contemporary works from renowned artists. Um, So yeah, February 10th is actually its last day. Uh, So if you haven't gone yet, you have uh, about a week. Um, you have a, so you have a little bit more time to see it, but, uh, but yeah, so here is my experience. Um, so what was great about the event is that you actually have to book a time slot. So there's only so many tickets that are sold at one time during that time slot. Um, so when we walked in the front door, there's a small holding area, which there were some photo opportunities. Uh, then there is a door that leads you into a dark room where they have a really long like television as- display that goes from one one wall to the other. You watch a short movie all about Mickey Mouse through the ages. Um, and luckily we made a good choice of where we stood because we stood by the door that had led us to the next room. Uh, so it was good because we were the first ones into the exhibition. Uh, which was great because there were a lot of uh, photo opportunities where you'd have to wait in a small line. And luckily we were always first. So um, yeah, but most of the photo ops uh, were in the beginning and I shared some on my Instagram already and I'll be sharing some more photos uh, as time goes. Uh, but anyways, it, it was good because if because our group wasn't that big, so I never felt crowded at all while walking through everything. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm really tall. I'm really terrible about talking about uh, artwork, so I'm not even gonna try. But uh, but each section of the exhibition was like much different from each other. Uh, for example, there was a Steamboat Willie section where there were some cool photo opportunities. Then there was a Fantasia area as well as like a Mickey Mouse Club section. 
and then in, in the Mickey Mouse Club section, uh, Ample Hills Creamery, uh, Creamery was giving out ice cream, uh, and Ample Hills started in Brooklyn, I believe, uh, which has now expanded to multiple locations in the five boroughs of New York City. Uh, but they also have a location at the Boardwalk in Walt Disney World. So I know if Beaches and Cream is too crazy to get your to get your ice cream, you might want to check out Ample Hills Creamery because they have some fantastic ice cream as well. Um, and then, yeah, in the last section of the exhibition, there were some really, uh, really old collectibles as well as a special room to play on a game show. Um, and then as soon as we entered, they were already like looking for people to play in this game show. So we kind of got really lucky and went right in. Uh, so pretty much what happened in the game show, um, uh, there was there was teams of four. So it was the people I was with and then three other teams. Uh, and pretty much like there was a host in there and he would, um, he, they were using a Google home to ask all the questions. So it was like this cool interactive experience. Each person was asked like one question. Uh, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Uh, at the end of it, we got a little keepsake. We got a, a pin to bring home with us. Um, but yeah, if you guys actually want to play, uh, at home, if you have a Google home, uh, yeah, you're actually able, able to play for yourself. So I'm probably going to set off a lot of uh, Google Homes right now, but all you have to say is like, okay, Google or hey, Google, and just say, play Mickey's game show. Uh, so if you do that, uh, you'll be able to play the same game show that I played as well. So, uh, but yeah, so then after that was over, uh, we went to the gift shop, uh, which was nice because a lot of the stuff was actually like 50% off uh, since it was coming to the close of its run, uh, the exhibition, I mean. Uh, they had an area where you were able to make your own t-shirt. Uh, they had a bunch of different designs and patches you could put on the shirt. So I, I made my own shirt that had a black and white Mickey slipping on a bar of soap on the back. Uh, and then on the front, uh, there's a small patch on the front that says uh, Mickey's True Original. Uh, and then I also bought some pins to add to my collection. Um, so, so yeah, that was kind of my experience uh, going to the exhibit. Uh, I loved it. It was it was a lot of fun. Even a, a guy we went with who he he came along with his girlfriend. Um, well, it was like a birthday present for her. He doesn't care much about Disney, but he actually really liked it. He had a really good time. Uh, so, yeah, you have about a week left to go in New York City. Uh, it's definitely worth going to if you can make it. Uh, but yeah, so so actually on last week's show, I said that I, I would have a bit of a giveaway for you listeners. Um, so while I was at the exhibition, I picked up a couple things for you guys. So now, so now here is your chance to win a Mickey the True Original exhibition prize pack. Uh, so all you have to do is answer this one Disney theme park trivia question. So here's the question: Which messy item does Disney not sell anywhere inside their theme parks? So the question again was, which messy item does Disney, Disney not sell anywhere inside of their theme parks? So it's, it's kind of hard to imagine Disney not selling anything in the theme parks, but there is one item you will not be able to find. So with all of the right answers I receive, I will randomly pick a winner from those, and, uh, and that's how I will decide who wins the prize. So, uh, so for your chance to win... Uh, you can answer, you can send your answer to excesspresspodcast at gmail.com. 
uh, and I will announce the winner on next week's uh, new show. It won't be the interview with a cast member show, but it will be next week's new show that will air next Sunday. So, all right. Well, good luck, everyone, uh, and I wish you all the best, and I hope to see uh, some of your answers in our inbox. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode, guys. Um, So we actually have another great interview with a cast member coming up uh, next uh, or this upcoming Wednesday. It will actually be part two of uh, How Do You Become Mickey Mouse? So uh, part two will be coming up this week. Uh, We had spoken with Brandy a few weeks ago, so she'll be on uh, another episode. Uh, So if you haven't listened to part one, go ahead back to episode 37, uh, where she talked about her time working as a cast member, uh, being Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and all these other characters. So, but yeah, so make sure you listen to episode 37 before this next interview with a cast member. Uh, but yeah, so if you guys are not subscribing to the podcast already, please do so. If you're if you're not already, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or pretty much however you listen to podcasts. Um, uh, be sure to check us out at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, you can find all of our old shows there. Um, and I'll be introducing the new shop soon, as soon as I finish this teacher design, which uh, I've been kind of falling behind on. But I need to I need to work on it because I want to get that out because that'll be a lot. That'll be really cool. Um, and then if you are a previous cast member and you would like to be on the show, uh, make sure you reach out to me. There's several ways you can you can reach out. Um, and then if anyone has a question or tip or anything they want to share on the show, uh, you can do so as well. So the following ways to to find me uh, or shoot me an email is at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find me on social media. Uh, you can find me at excesspresspodcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's it. That's That's it for this week's show, guys. Thank you for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.